And what I want to talk about is this. What do, what do I do when I feel my prayer doesn't hurt? So I don't know if you've ever been in the point in your life where you really prayed, but for some reason, you don't feel that the prayer is heard. So you've really prayed about this contract or business, but you can just find a place to find peace in yourself and come to an inward conviction that that prayer is heard. You prayed about some kind of marital situation or some kind of health issue, but you cannot come to that resolution that that thing is heard. So James chapter 5 verse 16. So I want us to see something very powerful here. The Bible says, confess your fault to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So there's something about discussion and sharing that brings about healing. So the Bible says this, but that's not what I'm going to. But the Bible says the effectual. So it says effectual. When you, the Amplified Bibles breaks the word very, breaks it down a lot. It says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man makes the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail it much. You know, I just read it straight from the Amplified Bible. You know, so it says this, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avail it much. Watch what he didn't say. He didn't say the prayer of a man avail it much. It says the effectual fervent. So Amplified breaks it further and says it this way. He said the heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. So let me explain the concept to you. Everybody look up here. If I want to move this object, if it's a big object from here, I want to move it here. The only thing that will move it is power. So science says a body will remain in a state of rest, except what? An external force or power is applied to it. So if you want to change something, let's say you want to change a health condition, Let's say you want to change a marital condition. Let's say you want to change an addiction pattern. If you want to correct a pattern, the Bible says that, you know, the Bible says the pattern will be changed by power. Science says, rather, that the pattern will be changed by power. But the Bible here now says to us what exactly and how the power is generated. See what the Bible says. It says, the heartfelt, take note of this. If you, if you have James chapter 5, okay, amplified it on the screen. Good. James to the five says the heartfelt. So it begins to describe the components of what we'll call an effective prayer. The first thing he says is this that this prayer is the heartfelt. When you want to pray, is your prayer heartfelt? Some people's prayer are head felt. So they are praying and their heart is not connected to it. Some people's prayer are emotions felt. It's the way they are praying, oh God, I'm going to die now. I'm going to, you know, and that's what it is. It's emotion felt. But the Bible says, the prayer that really gets God's attention, it's not just based on emotion. It's not just based on the heart. What is it? It's based on the heart. It's heart felt. This is what I say. Any prayer that cannot touch you, cannot touch anything. So the first thing prayer does is to touch you. So sometimes people say, why do we shout? We don't have to shout in prayer. But the reason why we shout and we make noise is that there is an intensity. There is, there is an intensity. There is a dimension of intensity that is being born in, in the depths of our spirit being. That our emotion lay holds on and begins to express. So it's not as if we tend to be noisy. It's just the expression 
of that intensity. It just, you know, and, and sometimes, that's why prayers sometimes don't have words. You know why? Because there are emotions you carry that there are not enough English vocabulary to express it. So, hey, what is hey? Nothing. It, I'm telling you, it's, it's, but it's the way it boils in your spirit. The challenge is this. Most people pray from their head. Most people pray. They just pray. They don't really, they don't really get to share the prayer. So he says this. He says that the effectual fervent prayer. He says, so the heartfelt. Notice the other word, continued. Notice the word, continued. See, prayer works with consistency. And the earlier, see, people always talk about prayer as if it's an experiment. Let me test it. Once you want to test it, the prayer is no longer heartfelt. Prayer works with consistency. When you pray, you already know this is it. So, you pray with the notion that this is it. It says, the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man. The heartfelt prayer of a righteous man. So let me start by saying this quickly. Nothing destroys the effectiveness of prayer like wrong beliefs. And nothing amplifies the effectiveness of prayer than right beliefs. So when you see people, watch this now. Every time you see someone that prays a lot, but does not have the result of their prayer, one thing fundamentally is wrong, their belief system. Their belief system is working against that prayer. And when you see someone that prays a lot and has a lot of results from their prayer, check their belief system. And sometimes the belief system is not even terrible. It's not even like bad. Sometimes it's a religious belief system. For example, some people really believe that you just really have to beg God for God to show up. I said, that's not God. That's not God. Prayer was not your idea. It was God that told you to come. You must always remember that that prayer was not your idea. It was not you that said, let's go and start praying. No, prayer was God's idea. If God invited you to pray, that means God has a purpose in mind. So, watch this now. Every time you are praying and you cannot see results, if you want to increase the intensity of prayer, how do you increase the intensity of prayer? You increase the intensity of prayer by number one, by increasing your depth of the word. So when people are praying and want to increase intensity, they think of shouting, of screaming. That's not how you increase the intensity of prayer. How do you increase the intensity of prayer? Going into the word of God, finding out what the word of God says, that is how you increase the intensity of prayer. The second thing is this. Prayer is not a feeling thing. Prayer is a faith thing. So in prayer, we feel. But the most effective prayer is not based on feeling, it's based on faith. So let's read some scriptures. Let, let's read. Let's read that. That's in James chapter 5 verse 16. Let's see what the Bible says. He says, the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man produces tremendous power. Question, is it when the person feels it? He didn't talk about feeling. Because most of you feel as if my prayer is powerful because I felt a certain way. That's great. But there are some times you don't feel any way, but your prayer is powerful. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. 
Someone said, I, I didn't really feel the prayer. You don't have to feel the prayer for it to work. He didn't say when you feel the prayer, the prayer works. He said, the heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes power available. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So, prayer is not a faith thing. It's not a feeling thing rather. Prayer is a faith thing. Now, this brings us to a big concept. And what I'm talking about what to do when I feel my prayer is not heard. Because I understand in this teaching, you're going to really know what exactly do I get to do if I ever feel as if I'm praying about something and I can see the results. Or I feel as if I'm not having a breakthrough. So it says the, it says the fetcher fervent prayer of what? I want to take note of that one righteous. So everybody look up here. Very important. Maybe this is the most important thing you will learn tonight. The more you believe in your prayers, the more your prayers work for you. And that place is where people struggle. People believe in other people's prayer for them. But people don't believe in their own prayers for themselves. So you wonder, how come I don't have results in my prayer? Brother, it's just because you don't believe in your prayer. That's why you think, I've been praying to change my marital status. I've seen no results. And you're wondering, how come I've seen no results? Because you don't believe in your prayer. So, this is what Ephesians chapter 5, sorry, this is what James chapter 5 says. He says, the effectual fervent prayer of what? Of a righteous person. The more confident you are in prayer, the more your prayer works. Oh, yeah. The more confident. Confident don't mean loud. We need to differentiate between loud and confident. The more you believe that your prayer works. So this fasting and prayer you are on today, the more you believe that the Lord will respond to this fasting and prayer, the more it will work for you. The more you think maybe, maybe not, the more it will not work. Why? He says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Why does he say righteous? The more you feel righteousness... Is what first of all righteousness is the state of being right with God. So the more you feel, so when he says the fervent prayer of a righteous man, the fervent prayer of the man that knows he has a right to answer prayers is the one that sees results. What is righteousness? Righteousness does not talk about living rights, it talks about rights. Righteousness is a legal word. Righteousness is a legal word. See. The moment you go into prayer and you feel as if God will not answer my prayer, Mm-mm, it doesn't work that way because you've opened the door for the devil to steal it. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians 5. Let's look at the word righteousness. So he puts it there that the prayer of the person, this is the person that will pray and get pregnant, the one that knows he's righteous. This is the prayer of the person that will pray and get the financial breakthrough, the one that knows he's righteous. So what is righteousness? Religion says righteousness means living not committing any sin yes or no so religion says you can be righteous today and be what unrighteous tomorrow what does the bible say second corinthians 5 verse 21 let's read it let's read it second corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 because when i heard the scripture i said they have the fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available i said i i know i'm fervent i know i'm continued the place I have the problem is that righteousness. 
Because I don't know how I can be holy 24-7. See what the Bible says. Second Corinthians 5, verse 20. Let's verse 20. The Bible says, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God beseech you for us. We'll pray you in Christ's stead, you'll be reconciled to him. Verse 21. For, watch what he says. For he had made him to be seen for us. Who knew no sin, that we might be made, what? He says, question, is it what I do or what I receive as a gift? I want to ask you a question. When you receive something as a gift, is it based on your work or is it based on grace? Good. So, when he says, the effect of fervent prayer of a righteous person, he says, any believer that is righteousness conscious will have more results. So, when you see believers that are sin conscious, what is sin conscious? I'm not good enough. The devil is one of my case. God doesn't love me. They will. See, I see those prayer requests every time. This is how they start. I don't know what I've done to God. I don't know why God hates me. Can you call the whole church together and pray? I don't know why my own is like this. You know why? All those confessions is based on the sense of what? A lack of righteousness. That's what it's based on. A lack of righteousness. That's what it's based on. It's a lack of righteousness. See, what is righteousness? I'll give you righteousness, holiness, and righteousness are different. Let's look at, let's look at Romans chapter 5. Let me just talk a little about righteousness. Ooh. What is righteousness? The ability to stand before God, knowing that you have rights to answers and no refusers. Let me tell you, you know who is righteous? Every time your child stands before you and say, Daddy, I want, to, I want ice cream. That's a righteous child. You know why? That child doesn't see any reason why he should not get it. That's righteousness. Because he feels he has a right to it. What's righteousness? Every time you go to God and you have no reason to think he will not do it for you. You must understand something. Answer prayer was a blood-bought right by the death of Jesus. Someone says, um, Pastor Balaji, you lead prayers, but your prayers are kind of different. And the reason is this. Because I just have a whole different... See, I come from a background that prays. But I've seen people frustrated by the fact that their prayers are not answered. And that's why I don't take the normal approach of prayer. Because there's a lot of praying, but there are few results. That's why you see all the praying, but nobody's getting healed. Nobody's having testimonies. And people that have testimonies, you know, they don't really have testimonies. They say, I spin and spin and spin and fail. You can't be spinning and spinning and fail. What changed when you got up? So they go from one deliverance of this month and go from another deliverance in this month and they call their fire and they say, the pastor said, the problem is that we delivered it from this. It means this. How long will it take for you to be delivered? I encountered a lady one time. She doesn't have a child. I think for like 10 years. And I said, what do you think of the problem? But she's a Christian. He said, Pastor, it's just spiritual attack. I know. It's my, it's, it's, I think maybe it's a family or a husband's family. I said, that's good. I said, so since you now know what it is, when are you going to finish the attack? He said, I'm still working on it. I said, for 10 years. Let me say something to you. A lot of Christians don't receive answers to prayer. Because they think they are not fit for answers from God. They really don't think they deserve it. 
And the Bible says, the way prayer works, prayer works based on what? Righteousness. So what is righteousness? Let's see. Romans chapter 5. Verse 17, I believe. Verse 17. If for by one's man offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace. Now, read the next line, please. And of what? Is it the work of righteousness? So people say, you are not righteous. See, my brother, you can't say that. When I got born again, I received the gifts of righteousness. Someone says, but can't you lose it? The Bible says, the giftings and the callings of God, they are without repentance. God does not give and take back again. Once he made you righteous, you're righteous. Say, I'm righteous. Praise God. See, the sense of righteousness affects you praying. So, when I, someone says, be careful. You know, I had one lovely auntie, she's passed on now. She said, I'm always praying for you. That as you cancel the work of the devil in people's life, it will not come to you. I said, how can it come to me? Am I the devil's mate? It's like saying the president of the United States abused the president of Togo. And the president of Togo wants to retaliate. Even if the United States president made a mistake, and so what? You don't know who I am? The Bible says I'm seated far above. Principalities and powers. Rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness. In high places. I'm not stay close to them. Far above. Far above. Far above. They tell you, they say that. Um, someone says, I think that our house of is Obanji. You say, ah, please don't harm us. You say, your Obanji, stay here. Let's see how you operate here. Because when will be the time to demonstrate your power? Someone says, I will show you in the office. You say, you will show me. Say, I beg you for your own sake, don't show me. Because without facing you, you will go for it. He says, no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you shall be condemned. What's the next time? He says, for this is what? He says, for this is the heritage of the servants of God. And their righteousness is mine, saith the Lord. See the word again, their righteousness. Glory to God. Righteousness is a gift from God to me. You don't understand. There's no reason why I will not get married. Because before I came, he prepared for me. There's no reason why my prayer will not be answered. See, you don't understand. There's nothing that comes to your mind about prayer that God did not know you pray about. And God did not provide before you prayed about it. How do I know? Unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or think. Glory to God. I got a testimony from Next Level. And this testimony from Johannesburg. And the lady said, I would love to come and see you in Nigeria. He said, my son got hooked up to the prayer. As a family, we got hooked up to it. He said, we couldn't afford accommodations for him in the University of Cape Town. He said, but he listened to the teachings. And that's how you change. You don't change your prayer by praying, by listening to the teachings. He said, listen to the teachings. He said, my son never used to like to pray. He said, pacing up and down, pacing up and down. He said, miraculously, 
opportunity for him to get a conversation opened up. He said, my son is not in prayer. He said, he's just a 19-year-old boy. What happened? As soon as the word opened up his mind, everything changed. Let me tell you something. The reason why you don't love to pray is this. You don't see it as an exercise in productivity. Because prayer reminds you of things that you could not get. Prayer reminds you of pains that God did not answer. It reminds you. So when you go towards prayer, there's an unwillingness. You need to change and say no. Because the more you think of prayer like, like that, sooner or later you stop praying. Okay, because you can't be negative about prayer and keep praying for a long time. That's how many people pray. So when you say, let's pray, you say, we should, we should pray again. Okay, let's pray. Are, are you sure this one will work? Because they're already negative about prayer. Glory to God. So the Bible says this. So what do you do when I feel my prayer is not heard? The first thing is this. I remind myself I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Meaning that I have the right to answer prayers. And let me just see it again. The more confident you are in your prayers, the more it works for you. And I'm going to show you just now. Let's turn our Bibles. Let's turn to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. This is good. Let, let me show you the place of confidence in prayer. So let me say, the people that have less confidence in their prayers see less results. The people that have more confidence in their prayer see more results. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Let's shoot together, one to go. Did you notice that he didn't say let us just come to the throne of grace? Let's come what? He describes the manner of the people that enter. He describes the methodology. He says the people that come to the throne of grace and obtain, they always come boldly. Is that how you pray? Have you noticed? Hold on now. Let me, let's just say, everybody, I want to do an experiment. The area of your life where you see a lot of answered prayers, have you noticed they are very bold in those areas? In prayer. Yes or no? Yeah. The area of your life where you don't see a lot of answer prayers, have you noticed that you're not very bold in those areas? Can you see the reason why? Because you're bold. Satan knows when you have it. That's why the Bible says the righteous are as bold as lion. So you'll notice that when it comes to work and all of those things, you can so much command, command in Jesus' name. But when it comes to marriage, God, God, when it comes to finances, is this how you keep looking at me? But when it comes to prophecy, I can receive the gift of the Spirit. Because you're not bold. But why are you not bold? You're not bold because you don't understand righteousness. You're not bold because you don't understand righteousness. This is very powerful. He says, the righteous... He says, the righteous are as bold as a lion. He says, let's come boldly to the throne of grace. Listen to me. He didn't say come and ask. He says, let's come boldly and what? Obtain. Your level of obtaining is dependent on your level of your boldness. So, the more bold, the more, the more you can exercise yourself boldly, the more you can obtain. The less you can exercise yourself boldly, the less you can obtain. The word, the word obtain is from the word lambano and catalambano in the Greek. It means take as much as you want. 
Do you know it's settled? First John chapter 5, verse 14. So, I'm sure, why doesn't prayer work? Why does prayer work? Prayer does not work, or you feel your prayer doesn't work because you don't have confidence in your prayer. Question, as you're fasting and praying, do you have confidence in it? See, I want to ask you, all the people you've not invited for prayers, why don't you invite them? Because you're not confident it's work. See, what confidence will do is that it will even sustain your consistency. Because you're not playing a fluke. Have you seen played a game with someone that feels he can beat you in the game and you beat him? What will he say? He said, That's not possible. Let's play again. Why is let's play again? Because he knows his capacity, he knows the strength, he knows I can beat this guy. The reason why you fail at once or you don't receive and you give up is because in your mind, I don't think I can receive. I don't think it's possible. But if you don't, it doesn't happen, you're like, what? Give up what? Give up what? Like, let's play again. The reason why is that inherently you believe. It's done. Praise the Lord. First John chapter 5, verse 14. First John chapter 5. If you're watching online, you need to tell all your friends to join in. First John chapter 5, verse 14. So, how do I become more, how do I make my prayer more powerful? By becoming, so this is how your prayer becomes more powerful. By developing confidence in your prayer. How do I develop confidence in your prayer? By dwelling on my righteousness mentality. There are two kinds of mentality. There's a sin consciousness. There's righteousness consciousness. What's consciousness? What you're conscious of is what you become. So, once you're so conscious of all your wrongdoings, what happened? You have sin consciousness. So, as soon as you enter prayer, the first things are, Father, I know I'm nobody. Father, I know I'm a bad person. Father, I'm this. Father, I'm that. Father, I'm this. Father, I'm that. Father, I'm this. Father, I'm that. Have you noticed, anytime your children want to ask you for something, they don't ask based on the wrong they did. They don't be like, Daddy, I'm sorry I, I, I didn't obey yesterday. I'm sorry I didn't watch the place. No! They just forget it and go ahead. I say, can, can I do this? I wonder that this child is not even thinking. Don't you know what you just did just now? That's how a child thinks. He's a servant that thinks of his failures first. Because a child understands my relationship is not based on works. My relationship is based on birth. We have something deeper than that. So when I come to you, I'm not coming to you because I'm not a servant. I'm a son. When the house up offends you, even to get our meal, she's careful. She will not even ask you. And you say, won't you ask me for your food? You say, yes, 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 yes madam. I'm going to ask you before. Uh, I don't want you to calm down, ma. But your son? Mommy, where's my food? Like, whatever I did doesn't matter again. Mommy, what? Where's my food? Because the son is sonship conscious. The son is sonship conscious. I want to ask you when you pray, are you servant conscious or are you sonship conscious? See, this thing I'm teaching will change your prayer life completely. Every time the prodigal son was servant conscious, he stayed away. The day he became sonship conscious, he returned home. He said, come on, I'm not even a servant, I'm a son. I may be a bad son, but I'm still a son. The, the moment you become sonship conscious, it changes the way you pray forever. 
When I say, say my father, my father, it's not a cliche. I'm just saying, say daddy, daddy, praise God. Daddy, daddy. I know some, you know some of our calling God daddy. Anytime someone calls you auntie, your response is always different. Than, different because there's a compassion it leans into. There's a love and relationship it leans into. You want to develop confidence in prayer? Don't focus on sin consciousness. Focus on what righteousness consciousness, which is based on who you are. I'm a child of God. He loves me. He's good to me. He's kind to me. First John chapter five verse fourteen. In in Bagada Center in Antony in Lekki, hope you're getting blessed with this. All of you online, I hope you're getting blessed. First John chapter five verse fourteen. You're waiting for some kind of immigration visa. You're like, oh God, oh God. Say, Lord, I, I know, I know you love me. I know you love me. This Canadian exam is done. I know you love me. Lord, I thank you because the job is mine. Because if you wouldn't give me the job, who else will you give? You don't understand. I'm, I know you love everybody, but I'm your priority. Praise God. I'm your priority. The Bible says, I'm the apple of your eye. Like, I'm here. I'm here. Sometimes, when I think of God's love, I'm paralyzed in prayer. Tears just come down my eyes. And I say, why do I even worry when I know he got the whole world in his hands? First John chapter 5 verse 14. See what the Bible says. See, when you have this kind of relation and you pray from this place, it's very different. One guy from London sent me a message. He said, I want to pray for me. That I find someone to marry. Nobody wants to marry me. Nobody wants to date me. Everybody thinks I'm this. You know, he said, and even myself, I'm, over, I'm so big. I know those kind of things. But I knew him. So when he sent me a message, I, I got the like, mail and I said to, I said, oh, how are you? I said, send me your number. I sent my number. I said, I called you because I don't think what you need is prayer. I said, you feel so bad about yourself that you're praying the wrong way already. I said, if you feel so bad about you, why would someone marry you? You feel you're overweight. You feel this. You feel that. You, you think so down about yourself. I said, I don't know people that bigger than you that married. He said, yes. I said, why are they married? The people that, I'm not saying don't lose weight, but just the way you feel about yourself, you're so negative about yourself. I'm a child of God. It's not a cliche to me. I am actually. See, don't say all of us are children of God. No, we are all not children of God. We are all creatures of God. How do I know? John 1, 12. As many as believed on him, to them he gave the power, the authority, not everyone, to become the sons of God. Everyone is a creature of God. Everyone is a son of God. Creature, hello, son. First John 5, verse 14. He says, this is the confidence that we have in him. What is confidence? That if we see the thing, see, the prayer starts with confidence. That's the thing. Let me tell you something. Every time you want to go into the place of prayer and you're not sure, someone says, I don't even know, I don't even know if God wants me to marry or not. You will not get a husband. See, it's difficult to have faith when the will of God is not known. 
Because you, you're, you're saying that, does God want me to prosper or not? Because you don't know. How can you have faith? So faith is impossible where the will of God is not known. And when the will of God is not known, they can't be confident. Someone says, Lord, I don't know if it's a will for me to get pregnant or not. What, what are you drinking? Are you drinking some kind of, you know, hot drink in the morning? What are you drinking? See, his will says that there shall not be, that none shall be barren. It's there in the book. Why, why do you think that you will not, be, you will not have a baby? Most people, that, listen to me, most people that don't have a child don't think they can have a child. They only pray about it, but they don't think they can have a child. They think that there's something really wrong with them that will not make them have a child. You don't understand. He says, none shall be barren. That means from God's side, there's no reason why I should not have a child. The same thing. Everyone that is struggling financially feels that there's something about it that makes, them not str- that makes them struggle financially. But what the Bible says, he says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. See, there's no reason why I will not have more than enough. So, there's always a place where this is what I believe, this is what I become. And let me tell you something, what I become is what I believe eventually. So, even if I have enough, but I don't believe so, I will lose it. Even if I don't have enough, but I believe so, I will have it eventually. Watch, watch this. Everybody look up here. When you were younger, your friends that were not playing, that spoke very boldly about their future, that they would succeed, a lot of them are doing well right now. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? Maybe not all of them, but a lot of them. The reason why was that even when there was nothing, there was a way, there was what they believed and they said it. First John 5, 14, says, this is the confidence that we have. Question, can you even say you have that confidence in your prayers? Can you even say you have that confidence? Like this person I'm praying, are you saying that, let's pray, let's see if this one will work also. This, so let's see if this one will work. Everything's an experiment. Let's see, when will you be confident and say that today it is settled? The woman in the usual blood says, the woman in the usual blood, epic woman. You know why? If she was found outside touching people with a stranger, she'll be stoned to death. So she made up my mind. I won't be stoned to death because I know that I will be healed. He said, if I may touch the helm of his garment, I will be made whole. Have you heard the testimonies of those in the next level? They will go back to the hospital and check. Question, what makes them go back to the hospital? Just the certainty that something has happened. What makes them register a business? Just the certainty that I'm going to get contracts. What makes them open another account? Just the certainty that my income will flow will be bigger. What makes them apply for more jobs? Just the certainty that what will happen, I'm going to have more breakthroughs. Does your action show your confidence in your prayers? It says, this is the confidence we have. People pray out of fear. Most people pray out of worry. Few people pray out of confidence. And the prayer that changes things is a prayer that's built out of confidence. Glory to God. What is the confidence? How do we know the confidence? Is it this the confidence we have? This is so good. If we ask anything that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, see what it says? 
He hears us. The confidence is that he pays attention. He hears me. Question, can you say God is hearing you? Why? Look at the next line. If we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask of him, we have it. So what does that mean? The moment you cannot confidently say, God heard me. I'm not sure you can have it. And most people can't say that God heard. The reason why is that hearing is a function of the word of God. It's a function of faith. Let's read the last scripture. And I'm not going to explain this at all because of time. Until we're going to pray. Let me tell you something. If you, if you know what this is, this fasting and prayer, you'll be so relaxed. You'll be so chilled. Because things are changing so fast. Things are changing so fast. Change are changing so fast. Glory to God. Let's read just one more scripture. Just one more scripture. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Acts chapter 3 verse 16. This is beautiful. Acts chapter 3 verse 16. I hope you get to share this message with other friends. You know the thing? Most people that need this kind of teaching don't even pay attention to teaching. When life gets hard, they start fasting. They pray, they pray, they cry, they cry. What they need to do is to pay attention to teaching. Everybody you see that is praying and fasting a lot and joining all the prayer places all over the place. Say, my brother, come. Listen to these messages three times. Because they keep on saying, there's no power here, there's power here, there's no power here, there's power here, there's no power here, there's no power here. They don't know that as they go up and down, they are the common denominator that is in their life, the power does not work. Because everybody gets testimony in those places. Why not them? Because there's something in them that repels the power. Act 3.16. Thank you, Jesus. Look at this. He says, and his name through faith in his name. See, how did the paralyzed man walk? The apostle explained it. He said, it was his name. Through what? Faith in his name. That made him strong. Whom ye see and know, ye, the faith which is by him, and has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of all of you. They say, how did this miracle happen? He said, it was faith in his name when we prayed. Do you have that faith in his name? Or you have faith in your shouting? You say, having your prayer, I said, I felt something when I prayed. It's not that. It's faith in the name. His faith in what he said. You don't have to feel it. Faith is not feeling. So, when we say receive the job, you take it. You take it. You take the child. You take the healing. You take the breakthrough. You break the freedom. You take the finances. How? Through faith in his name. Let's stand up and pray. Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. There's no reason why you should not be casting out devils by now. There's no reason why I should not be laying out on the sick by now. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. 
Let's just tear up ourselves before we before we release the fire. Oh Shatakaya. Lina Mantakri Sobrenda Kora Nina Shida Borokolonono Sabata. Itake a barotonjele mantakabarada bashata labara. Begin to declare all things are possible unto me. All things are possible unto me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Shata. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I have the right to answer prayers. I have the right to healing. I have the right to a job. I have the right to prosperity. I have the right to victory. I have the right to freedom. Hallelujah. No evil shall come near me. No plague shall come near my dwelling place. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed coming out. In the name of Jesus Christ, the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. Yay! I have a goodly heritage. At this time, you're fasting and praying. Are there things you want to pray about? Lift up your voice unto the Lord. Pray from a place of righteousness. The things you want to pray about are to fast and pray. Thank you because it's done. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. It's from victory to victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you're praying, pray about your job. As you're praying, all of you watching online, I want to pray. Don't get distracted. I want to pray. There's a reason why you're fasting. Hallelujah. He says, All things are possible to him that believes. Everyone that needs a healing miracle, receive it. I said, receive it. Call for your expansion. Speak for your protection. Speak for your victory. Speak for your protection. Speak for your victory. Speak for your protection. Speak for your victory. I am righteous. I have a right to answer prayers. It's working for me. God is perfecting all that concerns me. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to put that scripture on the screen. Where Isaac asked Jacob, How come you came so soon? And Jacob said, the Lord put it in my part. That is our prayer for this second quarter. Everything essential for our goals, they fall in our parts. Hold on. Let me tell you how this works. You just go somewhere, and all of a sudden, you go to this restaurant. 
and all of a sudden at the door someone's child almost ran into the car park and got knocked down you picked up the child as you picked up the child he said where are your parents the, the, father, the mother was like oh thank you the father was there he said what happened you explain how you saved the child. I'm so grateful. If not for you, I, 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 I would have not lost, I would have, what do you call it, lost my child. And you just say, bye-bye. And you guys exchange cards and go. And the next day you go for the interview. And the man you saved the child is the head of the panel. That's how that works. What, what, how that works is this. Let, let me tell you how that works. Come, my brother. Yeah, this is, someone else come. Gerard, come. Gerard, come. Gerard, come. Stay where you are. Just stay where you are. Gerald, come. Gerald, come and stay over here. Hey, Yeah, you're going to walk that way. Come. Come. Gerald needs this. Gerald needs this man to make a recommendation. So as Gerald is going through life, you know what God does? God takes this man. Start moving him. Puts him in his way. Puts him there. So that as he's going... It looks like coincidence, but there was a hand walking. You know what the Bible calls it? The Bible says that the heart of the king is the hands of God. Let me show you what God does. Let me show you what God does. This is what God does. Go anywhere you want to go. Go anywhere you want to go. Go anywhere you want to go. See, it says, the heart of the king is in the hands of God. Like what? Rivers. Question. How do rivers flow? Rivers flow through the place of less resistance. So what God does is this. This man does not know he wants to link him with him. But as he's going, God puts a resistance here. It seems that God puts a resistance here. It puts him because God needs him to go that way. Praise God. And the guy wonders, why? Why am I going this way? And he doesn't know that the boundaries are set. So that his cause can tally with a superior purpose. Hallelujah. What is the prayer this morning? Hey, bata bashakata. Lizo bregadosh. Just two prayer points before. Which didn't pray after me? Someone didn't pray. Pastor the KM. So uh, you're going to lead after me. Just two prayer points. This is the first one. This is the first one. Jesus Christ. I receive clear direction for this quarter. Are you ready? Let's go ahead and pray. All of your goals, I receive clear direction. Let's go ahead and pray. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. I know what to do in because you teach me, oh God. In
One more prayer point and we close the service. Pastor Luke is here. We're just going to pray. Everything will fall in my part. From the east, from the north, from the south, from the west. The Lord puts it in my path. Hallelujah. Listen to me. You know, I've not had the time to explain. You know, during the morning prayers, I'm not able to explain because a lot of prayers. Pastor Luke, come. When Ezekiel prophesied, the Bible says the bones came what against each other. Listen to what you must notice. The leg bone did not go to the head. Yes, sir. The leg bone went to the leg. Yes, sir. What means that they began to connect effectively. Yes, sir. What the conditions that need to place need to be in place for your goals to happen. They begin to fall in line. Let's go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus of the unveiling of your plan for everyone here. Amen. Everyone that stepped out of direction, they receive realignment. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, everything needed for your dreams and goals falls in your path. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. Uh. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's keep standing, all of you at 